and we're recording. So, um, we're back. It is October 2022. We're in season two. This is episode four. And Kofi and I haven't really had a one-on-one catch-up episode in a while. Um, and so much in our lives have changed. <laughs> uh, I feel like, I keep telling people, I feel like I've lived multiple years within October alone. And then oh. this year has just felt so long. And yeah, I guess, um, I know you're eating right now. So <laughs> I'm going to... Oh. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go first and just do a a brief how I'm doing, where I'm at. Um, Yeah, for those who don't know, I uh, I graduated (laughs) from my master's program in Minnesota in May, and then as soon as I graduated, like three weeks later, I moved back home to North Carolina for the summer to live with my parents while I was applying for jobs. And then I found a job finally after months of applying um, in Boston and I moved to Boston on October 1st. So this has just been like such a crazy ass year for me personally. And I think I'm in uh, finally in a place of being able to process and allow myself to feel all of the emotions of all of those like huge changes that happened. I think all year I've just been kind of on go mode and in a rush and kind of moving to the next thing. Um, But now that I'm finally stable somewhere, I can process everything and be like, oh yeah, I fucking graduated. (laughs) Like that's huge. Yeah. And I think that's kind of a lot too, the processing and that takes a lot of energy and time as well. And I don't expect to be done with it early by the end of the year or anything. I'm not trying to give myself a deadline to be done with it. I think it's going to be ongoing, but it's a lot. And yeah, I do feel, um, I don't know, this is just something that's on my mind that I wanted to share. I do feel proud of myself um, for doing all of those things. <laughs> um, and yeah, all of like also surviving all of those changes. Like that shit was rough. Uh, and doing three moves within a year. Well, yeah, I think it was three moves. Yes or two. I don't know. It feels like three, honestly. (laughs) Um, It's a lot. And having my stuff in boxes, and like I said, kind of not feeling stable in a place, but it's like now that I'm past all of it, I can look back and be like, yeah, I really did that shit. And, you know, that's not something everybody can do. And that's no shade. You know, like I had, I've had some friends you know, tell me that they respect that I've been able to make big moves like that and how it's hard for people to leave where they feel, feel comfortable at. And that, that is something I'm proud of because it does take strength as I'm sure you're learning. Like it takes a lot of, 
energy and strength to make it in a new place. So I've been doing that shit for a couple of years now and somehow surviving it, like I said, and that feels good. So overall, that's where I'm at. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of, a lot of things have happened since I gave the podcast an update. Yeah. Yeah. I, I appreciate you sharing all that. Um, yeah. What you said about leaving a place you're comfortable in mm-hmm. definitely cracks, definitely resonates. Um, it's hard, you know, and I think I'm in that same place of like processing that. And I don't know if I'll ever stop processing it. You know, if you want to talk about processing. Yeah. Uh, because I don't know how Durham was for you. I'm sure we have similar feelings about it. it for me, Durham was like my, my like first intentional home, you know? Yes. Like yeah. I, I was like, in my body enough and in my mind enough um, to create the like environment and relationships that I was interested in mm-hmm. and, and the kind of home that I was interested in. Like I, I like will never stop mourning the loss of that home because mm-hmm. it was like, really special um, and comfortable. And uh, you know, like, Ultimately, I left that behind because I was like, there could be something else out there that I, you know, want to grow into and like right. and lean into. And I, 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 it was for me, I think a, a question of like, do I want to just stay comfortable or do I want to see what else I could do, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I, uh, and, New York of all places, you know, mm-hmm. where else to, to everyone here is doing that. So the place, the number yeah. one place to do that. <laughs> everyone's coming here. Like and, and it's reassuring because you know, I moved from Greensboro to Durham. Mm-hmm. And like there are a decent amount of transplants in Durham. Mm-hmm. But it's it's obviously so much different when you move to a place like New York. And you can meet people and everyone has a story of like, yeah, I just moved here two months ago. Or, mm-hmm. I just moved here, you know, four months ago. And like, yeah. you know, it's like, it's, it's like easier to, to like make relationship and like have that commonality, right. Of like, mm-hmm. oh, you're trying to figure this shit out too. Cause there's so many people who are just getting here every day. Yeah. So, yeah. so that's nice. And it makes it a little bit easier of a transition. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I am curious to hear you say more about all the different years you've lived this month, but <laughs> uh, I, won't, I won't ask that right now. Um, what else is going on? Yeah, I moved to New York. Um, I'm back in grad school, processing that too, mm-hmm. um, for a lot of different reasons. Most of them relate to capitalism <laughs> mm-hmm. uh yeah. and racism <laughs> yeah that's yeah. the place as well <laughs> <laughs> but it's not even i mean it's about like 
I'm, I'm trying to like grapple with it. It's about the institution. Yeah. But it's also like about obviously the world, you know, like mm-hmm. it's not, it's not like, I feel it hyper-focused when I step in the classroom, but you know, like, I don't know. I'm like, a lot of shit should be free. like a lot a lot more shit should be free Um, and like people shouldn't be like going like also okay let me rein it in because I could go on a whole (laughs) (laughs) yeah anyway I'm good (laughs) (laughs) yeah can I just I was just talking about that this morning to me um Cause I went to like a target nearby me yesterday and like, I, I have gone there when I first moved here to get a couple of things. And then I went back yesterday and I noticed that all of the toothpaste and toothbrushes and deodorant was like locked up and you have to ask yeah. the attendant to get it. And I'm just like, this oh, is my. the most disgusting site. Exactly. Like, <laughs> like especially as you know just every day everything is getting more expensive and it's impossible for people to survive it's like bro let people have their basic fucking needs let people steal it then yeah it's toothpaste like (laughs) exactly i yeah that resonates because also i think school hyper focuses like racism capitalism you know a lot of different forms of oppression for me but also just being in new york does as yeah well. i think like Ooh. i mean it, it's a it's a city of nine million people and it's really hard for for everyone to live here but it like obviously is inequitable mm-hmm. and i think about the differences between like being in the south and being in the north like here it's a rarity like my professor joked about this in class but it's so real it's like a survival life skill in new york city is finding a public restroom Mm -hmm. like finding a public because why do i have to go a place and put punch in a key right right bathroom like Mm -hmm. this shit is not that exclusive like (laughs) i just need to use the bathroom let me use the bathroom and it doesn't matter whether or not i like bought something and then there's like so I'm trying to step into like political home here and there's like an org that is doing work around like, yeah, this very thing of like access to, to bathrooms because mm. it, it's, it's like, you know, anti-houselessness. It's like yeah. very yeah. focused on, on certain demographics of people right. and like subways don't have, mm-hmm. like most subways First of all, they're not accessible to like folks mm-hmm. who have like physical needs, you know, like yeah. access needs. But also, there's no fucking bathrooms in most of them. Nope. You know what I mean? Nope. <laughs> I know. Like, why, why is this a thing? Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's so disgusting and infuriating. Um, yeah, we could go on forever. <laughs> I mean, we should, you know, yeah. like let's t- yeah. let it take us where it goes. <laughs> <But> <laughs> yeah. Well, I wanted to um, just briefly circle back to 
I mean, I, there's so many things within what you just said that I want to pull out, but um, what you're asking me about <laughs> how I feel like I, I've lived three years oh, yeah. <laughs> in October. And then, yeah, October's almost over. And that makes me sad, you know. Wait, I, can I pause you real quick? Yeah. How was your birthday? I was just about to say something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I hate, I don't know about for you as a Libra, as a fellow Libra, especially October Libra, I should say. Yeah. Well, are <laughs> there other ones? Important distinction. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like, uh, like our birthdays go by so fast. And the, the month of October generally just like flies by for me every year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I definitely feel that way this year. Like I just had so many transitions at once. Like I... Um, I drove my car from North Carolina to Boston by myself, mm. um, which was a lot. <laughs> yeah. And then um, I am now living with my partner for the first time. Um, mm-hmm. So like, that's one thing to like uh, get adjusted to. And then I got COVID for the first oh. time, <laughs> like the first week of October when I Whoa. first got here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that shit sucked. And then I started a new job. And then I had to take like three days off because I had COVID. And then uh, what else happened? And then I had a birthday. And I think those are all the major changes. But it was just like one thing after another. And that was a lot. On top of just like transitioning and like settling into a new space. Like it was so much to happen at once. Um, But my birthday was good. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. it's very relaxing and I don't know I just like I said I I guess you I'm just taking in so much because <laughs> like I said um I haven't really been in a space to process things at all uh this mm-hmm. year so mm-hmm. I'm still catching up on everything um mm. but overall it's good and things are starting to calm down a little bit I saw I saw something. I know you're more into astrology, so maybe you'll, <laughs> you'll appreciate this. I saw something that said we are in a. I don't know. It's like a. Give me a second. I can find it. Is it the Mars retrograde? Probably, yeah. <laughs> and it's like it's like pushing us into the paths that mm. we're gonna need to grow. Right? Is is what yeah. it's supposed to do. Mm -hmm. um and I think about like us and what we're sharing right now on this call yeah and I'm like yeah I'm like we're but it's also like not just pushing us in the in the lane we need to grow it's like there's a discomfort right like Mm -hmm. is that is that the understanding of it yeah yeah I think so and that's you know I also liked what you were talking about earlier about Durham and I feel very similarly another thing I've been uh thinking deeply about that's definitely related to the podcast and I've kind of talked to you about this a little bit but um kind of outgrowing places so Mm -hmm. I think sometimes I can uh fall into a trap of like thinking about all the what ifs like oh what if I stayed here and what if I didn't move this time because I've moved like seven times within the past like eight years literally Mm -hmm. (laughs) um So I've done a lot of transitioning, like I'm very, very, and that's why, even though this was a huge move for me, I'm kind of like, I know what I, I got to do. Like, I got this, 
<laughs> I've been done this like seven times already uh, in my life. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about kind of uh, outgrowing places, like I said, like maybe. Uh, and people. And people, yeah. Yeah. You know, maybe um, the moment, the, at least for me, the period that I had in Durham, uh, living there was very special and and things have changed a lot so it's just like I think about like oh well what if I went back but it's like that moment in time was what it was meant to do like it did what it needed to do you yeah know? it did what it had yeah and and yeah. and we can't like cling to to spaces and like moments and people and chapters in our life like that I think you have to well not you have to because I mean there's so many material factors that play a role into who who gets to go where for what yeah. right yeah. but not if if you have the the gift to do so like the privilege to do so I think that's what it's meant to do it's meant to push you into like creating that somewhere else with you know I don't know I think that that's and as I've as because I've done it so much, <laughs> like I said, within the past couple of years, I think that there is such a benefit to it, as difficult as it is. I mean, it comes with so many challenges, both again, material, it's very expensive to be like moving your shit all over the place um yeah. multiple times. <laughs> I know. Uh it, but it's also I think there's so much to be gained from moving out of your comfort zone, both physically and like emotionally and blah, 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 you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But, I just, yeah. I think about that so much. Cause I even, you know what? I even found myself, I told my therapist about this. I found myself kind of a little bit nostalgic for like when I first got here for how my life was in Minnesota. It's not like I was happy there. I mean, you know, everybody listens. Yeah. <laughs> knows. It's not like I was happy there. I think I was just nostalgic for like, um, fi- it took me a minute, but like finally reaching that space of comfortability, like knowing my way around, having a smallish group of friends, you know, and I think it's just, yeah, we just cling to the familiar because yeah. it's comfortable <laughs> again. Um, but it's not a necessity to thrive. Yeah. No, that's real. Yeah. And like, you know, like there is a, I mean, I want to uplift, like there is a hardship to, you know, like, the picking up and going like yes there's growth in that there's also a hardship but it's also like a skill you know yeah and it's, it's something it's something that I've I mean it always relates back to something that you uplift a lot which is like community building you know mm-hmm. like like it's a skill to like drop into a place and like you know because I think a community as obviously people but like it's also the relationships you have with the place, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So, so it's like you, you know, where do you go get your like groceries from or your drinks from, or, 
you know, even things like that add to like making a space into a home. And that's a skill. Like you gotta figure out, like you gotta have the like when I first moved here, like the first week, I did not want to leave the house. Yeah. Right. Like I didn't want to leave the house. I was like, this is overwhelming. I don't know where to go or like do any of the things that I used to do back home. Right. And then and then I had to be like, actually, like this is this feeling won't go away until I like step out of this house and and develop relationships with places here. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, because I think like, yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to like explore more, like, yes relationships with people are important but like uplifting relationships with like not in a like materialist materialist like um into like whatever my new iphone type of shit but like how people talk about like communing with the land you know yeah like, like expanding that to mean like not i mean the a part of the land is like the very thing that i'm talking about you know mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. where you feel comfortable like opening mm-hmm. up the box of like space that you exist in you yes know? yeah um, yeah yeah and I, I like that you said that it's a skill because it is you know and you yeah. have to and I think it's a skill that requires so many other skills you know mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and one of them is vulnerability because I think yeah. that's one of the the biggest hurdles is that when you just show up to a place and you don't know mm-hmm. nobody is hella vulnerable. Like, yeah, you know, like you said, <laughs> like, cause I, I would feel that way too. When I first got to Minneapolis, like I didn't want to like leave much um, for different reasons, but that was one of them. Like I want to look like I didn't know where I was. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Especially, you know, living in a city and being from the South, like, <laughs> you know, you definitely don't want to stand out in that way. So it's just like, Oh yeah, I, I I'm wanting to prioritize looking like I know where I'm going, but mm. it's it's okay to be vulnerable and not know where you're going and figuring it yeah. out and finding your way. I think it's really important. Yeah, there's a yeah, there's so much. Yeah, there's so much there. There's also like the vulnerability of like stepping into relationship, like going to the other half of that or the other piece of that is like with people, right? Yes, like, yeah. I think as, you know, folks who are, I'm just going to say you're in your 30s because like, <laughs> <laughs> like so I'm going to make this statement, but I feel like as we're in our 30s, you know, it's like you got to be vulnerable when you move to a new space to be like, I need friends. I mm-hmm. want friends, you know, like, I think people be yeah. trying to be too cool, bro. Like, yeah. like, nah, I'm like, you want friends, be real about that. Like, yeah. <laughs> exactly. um, yeah. And I think like, it takes, it takes courage to like open yourself up to people and be like, cause it's, it's very similar to dating. It's like, mm-hmm. you have to like, you have to get to know people. You have to go on friend dates. You have to be like, hey, I like you. Do you like me back? Like, right. let's keep doing this. <laughs> and it's like, there, there's all sorts of feelings and like compersion and like types of joy. And then there's also like fears and the rejections and the anxieties that come with that. So it takes a lot of courage to, to do it. So yeah, it's all yes. a part of the skill. It's all a part of the skill and the vulnerability. Yeah, yeah, that is so true. That is so true. I was just telling um, my friend Michael that 
I think another thing that's like really jarring about this move is that yeah I'm living with my partner now and like adjusting to that but I think um (laughs) I was like so and I think I kind of relied on dating a lot as getting to know a place (laughs) yeah yeah which honestly I recommend (laughs) I mean it's real yeah it's a great way to get to know a, a place and yeah but I you know of course I think also with dating I mean it's it's taught me how to put myself out there with you know friendships in general um and like you're saying just being straight up and just being like yeah I need community I'm new we're all adults here and we all know that making friends as adults is very hard Mm -hmm. so fuck it like (laughs) you want to hang out or not (laughs) (laughs) like yeah just being straight up what kind of friends are you looking for um that's a good question uh (laughs) good ones (laughs) yeah i mean i ask only because like yeah definitely good ones like (laughs) as you you talk about like moving to new places and outgrowing people i'm just curious like i i feel you have become more decisive right like i've heard you Mm. say this so like what you know you're in a new place what kind of friends do you yeah yeah um <laughs> that's such I need to like journal about that I mean I it's kind of like I kind of go by feeling I'm a Pisces moon so mm. it's just like you know compatibility for interested in the same things and also you know politically aligned is very important to me and just people I can depend on and reciprocity uh, I find that I'm over having imbalanced friendships where I'm like giving the most and not really receiving um yeah but I'm gonna make a little transition here <laughs> okay so one of the places that I think are a really good place to make new friends. And I've had really beautiful moments of connecting with people is at concerts. Um, Yeah, I'll never forget. So when I was living in Minneapolis, actually this almost a year, actually a little over a year ago, I went to go, I took myself to go see the Air Kabadu live by myself. Yes, by myself for my birthday present to myself (laughs) and it was so fucking amazing if anybody ever gets the chance to see Erica Badu do it immediately buy the tickets immediately don't even ask um she is like one of the top three best performers I've ever seen in my life her voice is just in person is like unbelievable um and yeah I was by myself and that was like a huge ass venue and it was sold out and (laughs) I got there mad early (laughs) so I was just kind of standing around by myself you know 
but once she started playing like she had no opener too which I love she doesn't need one um (laughs) but once you know she started performing um I was like standing near like this row of black women who I think were also kind well maybe two of them were together but like a lot of them were I think by themselves and we were all just like singing and dancing together and it was really amazing and that happened a couple times in Minneapolis too like I would go to shows by myself and end up connecting with people um specifically black people and Mm. that was that was so special and sacred to me because we're in a white ass city um and it's I feel like it's hard to find black community in Minneapolis when you're not from there um so that was really special and I'm gonna make a pivot to us talking about music (laughs) yo I'm gonna be (laughs) I kind of did it (laughs) yeah you know that was smooth thank you (laughs) you've been doing this I know (laughs) Thank yeah. you. Um, so let's talk about music for a little bit as we close, wind down this episode. Um, have you been to any shows in New York yet? And uh, what have you been um, Okay, I'm going to be real. As far as shows, I, I'm going to, no, I'm not embarrassed. I'll stand on it. I went to Dead Cat for Cutie. I uh, saw them in Queens. That was a good show. You saw who? Uh, Death Cat for Cutie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they were they were fire. Um, but that's the only show I've been to. Musically, I've been listening to a little bit of Ethel Kane. Um, I've been listening to obviously like certain like rappers are like a staple and like home listening to. So Mike, Navy Blue. Um I've been listening to uh Alex G. Willie the Kid, Earth Eater. Do you like Earth Eater? I don't think I've heard of them. Whoa, I'm sending you. Uh, okay, please do. This afterwards. <laughs> um, yeah, I finally have like gotten out of my, I'm just going to listen to the same 10 people phase. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it has been like coming back into my, like, I want to explore new artists. So nice. I have, I have some people, but I, I don't have them all on the top of my head. Yeah. 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 Nice. Pink Panthers is on there. Pete loves uh, Pink Panthers. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very dope. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Rock Marciano's on here. Yes. Uh, I mean, you know, like, I have not, I'll talk about what I haven't gotten around to. I haven't gotten around to the Freddie Gibbs project. But I did, I do love Dark Hearted. That's like a really solid yeah, song. Yeah. And the video goes so well with it. And mm-hmm. um, I think you'll appreciate this, but Mad Lib and Freddie Gibbs did a Boiler Room concert for the opening oh, of Bandana. Um, and it is dope. Like Freddie wow. was rapping his ass off. It's like a really good live performance. So I'll see you that too. Please do. Yeah, what about you? What do you listen to? Um, I'm a little bit of a, well, I think everybody knows I'm a nerd when it comes to music. So 
I'll be listening to shit when it drops immediately. <laughs> yeah. No, nah, that's yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of my friends don't. <laughs> but yeah. So I'm always like, have I listened to this yet? And it like came out an hour ago. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. Um, all weekend I've been playing Scissors' new single, Shirt. Oh, of course. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, the music video so fucking good yes, I love that yeah. music video so much um mm-hmm. her mind the new Smino album that came out Friday yeah also um, a Libra shout out yes I know October 2nd birthday wow. <laughs> we love an October Libra on this podcast um yeah. The new Mavi album oh my mm, god I've heard one track off of that I loved it it was like so, I hope I hope you make love in my size. Yes, I hope so they good. still make love in my size. Yeah, Yo. that is that is such a Libra vibe. It, it, is he a Libra? Yes. Oh my god. Yeah. Also in October, Libra. Yeah, I wonder why I like this music so much. Okay. Yeah, makes sense. <laughs> it does yeah so that album is so good um open mike eagles new album mm-hmm. um freddie gibbs i've listened to it and what did you it, think about the freddie gibbs it grew on me over time okay. so like i actually played it when did this drop it dropped september 23rd and i was on the road to move like september 29th or something so I listened to the whole thing as I was like anxiously driving through New Jersey and New York. <laughs> and um, at first I was like, I don't know about this, but I kept returning to it and listened to it more. And I was like, no, I do like this. It's just different. Mm. The beats he's on is different. Cause you know, he's he, the past couple of albums he's put out with Alchemist and Mad Lib. So right. I think it just took a minute for me to get yeah. it, but I like it. Yeah. Um, Dark Hearted is really good. I've been playing that shit. In Produced the gym. by James <laughs> Like, great fucking fight. So how, how do we feel about that? What did you say? Oh, sorry. I said produced by James Blake. How do we feel? Oh, really? Yeah, he he produced that record. Yeah. Did not know. Yeah. Um, how do I feel about? <laughs> <laughs> not to put you on the spot. Oh. <laughs> That's surprising. That's all I'll yeah. say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we know what he, he's been doing, so. <laughs> oh, and the new Billy Woods album. Have you listened to that, Church? Uh, I've listened to parts of it, but I'm mostly, for Billy Woods, I've still been making my way through, um, is it Ethiopes? Yeah, I think that's how you say it. Yeah, that album's yeah. so good. It's insane. Billy no Woods. hard feelings is like oh my god yo. and the beat selection is always wild yeah yeah he's like i don't his pen is crazy yes. I think he's really one of the best rappers out right now yeah um and uh, just like amazing storytelling yeah like his imagery is all like i always think about from ethiopes how he's describing like coming outside and watching his neighbor from across his house and like mm-hmm. sitting on the veranda and like smoking this like I forget what record that is but 
the imagery just takes me there. You know, mm-hmm. like it takes me to what he's describing. Yeah, yeah, I I definitely get you. I feel like there's so many tracks of his that I'm just like, bro, you're like literally a poet. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, one album I wanted to ask you about is Renaissance. How have oh you had God. a chance? To I was listen trying to, to I was trying to duck this. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at the time, everything. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So um, I will say very quickly, I have only listened to three tracks from Renaissance. Mm -hmm. That is Church Girl, Mm -hmm. um, I'm That Girl. I think that's the the beginning one, right? Mm -hmm. Beginning record. And uh, Break My Soul. I've listened to a few different versions of Break My Soul, actually. The oh, acapella, okay. the acapella version is pretty hard. Oh, um, oh what's that? <laughs> I haven't heard that. I didn't even know that was uh, out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's out. Um, <laughs> mm, oh, okay, that's what I have to say. <laughs> How do you feel? <laughs> <laughs> I love Renaissance. I am a Renaissance stan. I routinely since it dropped on July 28th I have routinely I would say 90% of my workouts I listen to that album top to bottom and I just go I usually listen to it during cardio and it's just it's everything for me um yeah I I think it's amazing I think it's one of her best albums of all time Mm. yeah i love it and church girls oh my god yeah that fucking track that was and especially this summer i had a rough ass summer i had like the worst summer of my life and Mm. i heard that i would play that shit just like randomly when i was feeling really down and it would do something for me like it would Mm-hmm. It, it means so much to me <laughs> yeah yeah what what does it mean to you um I think it's just very she has a a good way of like <sighs> relating to people meeting them where they're at and just like lyrically I just it feels so hopeful it is such a like optimistic song. I mean, it's yeah, and it's I can't even I don't even have words. But just twirl that ass like you came about the South girl. Like it's just mm. joyful and <laughs> so happy. Yeah. Um yeah. But what are your thoughts? <laughs> oh my god. Um uh... <laughs> yeah, no, that's real. I, I, my relationship with Beyonce's music and Beyonce is is complicated. Yeah, and I've been trying to figure out how to navigate that. Um, yeah, I, I, and and you know, I don't have to say anything because I know you know all the things about it. Um, musically though, I, I'm stuck on Lemonade with Beyonce. 
Like, yeah, I think what happens is I want to listen to Renaissance and Renaissance would be there for me. But when there's like a record that I like from an artist, I kind of have to gradually let myself get off of it, you know? Yeah. And, and I'm not ready for the next Beyonce record. Like I still like Lemonade. I still bump it top to bottom. Mm-hmm. There's so, so, so many good standout tracks on there. Um, so I got to let that burn out first. Mm, damn, it's yeah. been like five years. <laughs> I know, but it, I I do like it though. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I'm not gonna say I play it like regularly, but it is my Beyonce representation right now. Okay, okay. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, yeah. that album also, she just be dropping stuff at the right moment in my life. I don't know how mm-hmm. she knows, but that album, I remember very vividly came out in 2016 um in the spring of 2016 and I had like gone through like a very bad breakup and I just Mm. think it's the perfect breakup album yeah and I was like I was sorry that record oh Oh yes exactly (laughs) exactly um and I was going through this phase I would say I've had many iterations of this phase throughout my life well throughout my adult life but It was probably my first phase of like, oh, I'm a bad bitch. Like, I'm about to like go mm. out, go out. <laughs> so it was just the perfect timing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm about to that really was- be outside. Like, I'm single. I'm about to really be outside. Um, <laughs> that was an event. Lemonade coming out was an event. It was. Like, yeah. It really was a whole event. Absolutely. <laughs> and it was yeah. also. I believe it came out around the same time of Prince's passing. Um, mm. And I was, I remember vividly like listening to both of those heavily. And yeah. it was, it was a, a good time for me sonically. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, and that, ask, oh, go ahead. But also I just, one thing that I really appreciate about um, Renaissance uh like I, I tweeted about this and I, I talked to you about this, but also when it came out this summer, I was listening to um, uh, Janet Jackson's Rhythm Nation a lot. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I mean, and I was also doing some research about that album because I'm a music nerd and I like knowing about like production and stuff. And, mm-hmm. um, and I found out that for all of, all of the songs on Rhythm Nation, Janet Jackson did her own uh, backup vocals. And I believe Beyonce did the same with Renaissance. And I just think that uh, the things that she's doing with her voice on Renaissance, uh, like Virgo's Groove and Plastic Off the Sofa is just like next level shit. Um, Some real star shit, like some real like Janet Jackson level shit. (laughs) Yeah, Um, yeah. She's singing her ass off on that fucking album. And that's another reason I recommend it when you're ready. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to get to it for sure. I you made a comment about. um, okay. first of all, we should actually do a music podcast like (laughs) and have like artists and shit come on here. Um, Yeah, we'll we'll text about it. Okay. <laughs> but 
but you said something about like uh prince passing around mm-hmm. the time of lemonade coming out and it mm-hmm. reminded me that i had been looking into like steve lacy and there's this like this this like ongoing comparison of steve lacy being like our generation quote unquote our generation's prince mm-hmm. how do you how do you feel about that um being I don't know not the voice getting higher (laughs) (laughs) no I love Steve Lacey I think Gemini Rights is one of the best albums of 2022 hands down definitely top five I've been playing that shit back a lot too um And I think he's so fucking talented and it's crazy to me that he's only 23 years old. Um, right? Yeah, he's, yeah, I don't know. I guess my voice went up <laughs> because it's just like the one-to-one comparisons are weird to me. Like, I don't know if he needs to be our generation's prince. Like, I don't know if that title is necessary. Like, he's just yeah. Steve Lacey, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, and, yeah. Yeah, I think it's... Um, yeah strange when people want to like get into one comparisons and categorizations like you know like there's not going to be like Beyonce isn't like a one-to-one to to anybody Beyonce's just Beyonce I think Steve Lacey's just Steve Lacey and I definitely hear that he is heavily influenced by Prince without a doubt and he said it in interviews and I respect that and I I think that's beautiful that he you can hear that inspiration yeah 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 no that's fair that's yeah i i hear the inspiration too i think yeah um it it feels weird to sort of say this person is the new this person yeah um but you know steve lacy is someone who's been interesting to watch because yeah like for one like I, you know, I've listened to a couple of his interviews and he's so young and yeah, he, sort of, he sort of popped onto the scene like, I don't want to say by chance because that like takes away from like the, the you know, the effort and the art, artistry there. But like, he's pretty like open about like, I just, you know, I was there. I like picked up, mm-hmm. you know, my instrument that I think. I'm trying to remember what the name of his first project was, but he had not really played music before that. Right. Um, and, you know, it sounds how it sounds. It sounds incredible. And I think, you know, when Dark Red came out, I sort of like, was like, oh, this is cool. But like, I don't know. I don't, he, Gemini Rice is amazing. It is. Like, he has really <laughs> like, I, and I'm not saying he was, ever not good he was always good but like he has really polished and like found his sound mm-hmm. and I think he has like good features like Fouché on there yeah. is somebody somebody else who I want to see like get more attention yeah like, she has so many and I think only west coast people are fucking with her right now mm-hmm. um but she has so many good features um yeah. I heard she blew up off of TikTok like she was Oh. Mostly like on TikTok, um, putting her workout, like you know, doing singing and stuff. Yeah. I don't know how true that is, but yeah. Hmm. So when are you gonna start putting out your music? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I when you make the beat. 
<laughs> that is the perfect answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I saw you got some new equipment, so yeah. Okay, I got you. That's really a goal of mine this winter. Want to tap back into that, and I do want to give my friends beats to rap on. Yeah. Um. I I would love that. Yeah. Yeah, that's gonna happen. Okay. <laughs> All right. um, so I have to get going, but um, in closing, I'm just going to say, uh, just do a little quick plug. So I have a friend named Allegra and she is a single mother who lives in Minneapolis and she's currently um, seeking relocation funding to move out of a really uh, rough environment. Her home was hit by stray bullets earlier this week. And it took the Minneapolis Police Department approximately three hours to respond. Uh, thankfully, her and her kids are okay, but she's just not feeling safe in that neighborhood. So um, I'm going to post her cash app to the page and would greatly appreciate if y'all could share, repost, um, and donate if you can. Any little bit helps. And that's going to do it for our catch-up episode. <clears throat> This has been really fun. And yeah, Kofi and I will be back in your feeds discussing multiple things <laughs> very soon. Mm-hmm. And I hope you have a good afternoon, Kofi. Thank you. You too. Take care. Bye. Bye.